Well, good morning and welcome to Local Matters. We are talking education matters today, and we are talking with Billy Stepp, the principal at Upperman High School, who made a big announcement here a month or two ago, and uh, we want to talk about that. He has accepted the appointment as director of schools for Cumberland County, Tennessee, and Billy, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a whirlwind the past few months, but everyone's been real supportive, and it's been it's, uh, we're in that transition phase. I'll bet it's it's an exciting time, uh, and whirlwind is probably uh, an appropriate way to um, way to describe it. Well, it's um, it's big news, and and obviously a a big change. So tell us about your new role. Tell us what you're going to be doing. Okay. Well, uh, Cumberland County piqued my interest. There were a lot of other jobs open around in other Upper Cumberland. County school systems, but um, Cumberland County is unique for me because I grew up there. Uh, I was in uh, up to fourth grade and then moved to Texas and then moved right back into our same house I grew up in in 11th and 12th grade. So my parents have lived in Lake Tansy for decades. So um know a lot of people up there, and my parents definitely know a lot of people since my dad taught up there. Him and my mom are inseparable, so everyone knows them as Bob and Ruth Ann up there. And um, just a lot of connections that made it uh, near and dear to my heart to go up and try to try to strengthen the successes they already have and, you know, enhance uh, some processes that they have in place that have been successful and just keep moving forward. Well, how large and how complex is the school system? It's a lot to get your arms around. Tell it us is. about it. Yeah, I'm in the middle of that needs assessment and just learning a lot. Dr. Maxwell has been great with helping me um, learn what – the lay of the land is there's 12 schools and about 6,800 students, maybe a little bit more than that. And of course, between six and 700 uh, certified staff, but almost 1,100, I, th- I think, employees of the school system. So uh, it's a fairly, it's not a huge school system. It's a moderate system here in Upper Cumberlands, but they've had some huge success academically. And it looks like some of the programs they have in place are doing really well. So that's exciting to get to go into and see the success there. And uh, have you known any of those faculty and staff, or uh, is everyone pretty much new to you? Um, new now, but uh, like today, uh, I visited up there, and uh, Dr. Maxwell took me to a few schools just so I could see what those uh, schools are actually designed and look like, because they, they, when they build schools up, the elementary schools, K-8 schools, they build one and then another one just like it or mirrored in another part of the county. So they have a couple of elementary schools set up that way. Uh, one of them is where I went to school at my third and fourth grade year. So it was interesting walking the halls there at South Cumberland. Met a few uh, teachers there who are great teachers. Some I went to school with in high school. Um, so that was neat to get reacquainted with uh, those people. And that that's happened in just about every school. Somebody I went to high school with or they would go, man, you look just like your dad. I'm sure you hear it. <laughs> All the time, and I do. Everyone that knew my dad and mom would would always comment. You know, we can tell you're a step. So um, it's a neat experience, and it's fun fun to make those connections and start building relationships. Well, what do you uh, what do you see as the big challenges as you enter this role? I don't think Cumberland County's challenges are any different than the rest of us. That learning loss has been huge. Um, uh, with the ESSER funds, we're trying to to. Um, lessen those losses through all kinds of programming, uh, buildings, stuff like that, that we're trying to to close that gap back up. 
And of course, meeting all of their needs, the students' needs. Um, COVID took a big hit on everybody, so we were wanting to figure out how do we get the kids back on track or back uh, feeling good about themselves and middle, mental state, safety and all those whole child things that we need to uh, service so that they come to school ready to learn. They want to learn. So that's a lot of what um, every school system is dealing with right now. Well, and you mentioned learning loss, and that's a nationwide problem and really a worldwide problem in, in a lot of ways. Uh, how profound is it? I, I don't think we're in a place where we can't recover. I just think um, when we went through COVID, there was an attitude change with students overall, not all the students, but kind of a larger group that um, just wasn't motivated to learn. And I think if we can build those relationships back up, get them motivated, get them back in school, get them there with the teachers because the teachers are the key. The teachers make everything happen. Um, then we can get them to where we start uh, closing those gaps. But they're all it's all uh, doable, I guess, is a way to put it. Uh, Cumberland County has had a lot of success with that. And uh, I know here in Putnam County you have um... – You've had experience there at, at Upperman, uh, along with all the other schools in the system, uh, with the vital program and the the online learning that that students have uh, have experienced this past couple of years. First in a remote environment, and then maybe back in a hybrid environment. How did Cumberland County do in that? Were they uh, are they pretty well set up also for for virtual and and hybrid teaching? I'm not exactly sure how they handled that in COVID. I'm kind of mostly working on needs assessment and how we're going to move forward. So I'm not sure of their vital program up there. I know they managed through the the COVID experience very well, and it's always tough to to do that, taking care of the children. I know at Upperman, um, we've been we got a great faculty at Upperman and staff. There's a, it's a it's a family. And they're doing a great job working as a team to meet all the students' needs, uh, whether we have to do home visits or, you know, grab them by the arm and say, nope, you're going in this classroom. we got to finish this up just to get everything rolling. And with that kind of team put together, uh, the great department chairs and all the teachers and, and teacher assistants, two great assistant principals are there. They're doing a great job, too, uh, doing a lot of work. So I feel that Upperman is in a really good place right now. Well, good, good. I'm I'm glad that you're leaving them in a in a um, in a good state. How many students are at Upperman at this point? Uh, somewhere between eight forty, eight fifty, right in that area. I believe the capacity is nine fifty, if I remember right. But I'll have to look at that. So we're we're got something going on in every room at this time. Um, I know with the ESSER money, we're going to uh, add, you know, four classrooms, a lecture hall, um, ROTC facility. A choir choir room because uh, right now we've added tons of programs at Upperman since I uh, first got there. You know, athletics, fine arts, ROTC is flourishing with First Sergeant Romero. So we we got a lot of good things going on that we just need a little room to grow. And you mentioned ESSER. ESSER is the stimulus money, in effect. Uh, is that a good way to describe it? How would you tell federal grant about money? It? Maybe. Yeah is a simple way to yeah. describe it. So it's supposed to be used to target learning loss. So what what areas can we do to make the school better? Yeah, it, it um, 
it's a reaction to COVID, and it, it's, again, it's in one sense, it's good to get some new money and always good to uh, be able to build some programs with it. So uh, good to have that money, um, and hopefully it'll be used well in 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 a lot of a lot of different places. Yeah, I think Putnam County has a great plan put together. They've been very careful um, on how they've been planning and what they've been prioritizing and targeting for the schools. So I think long term it's going to have a great effect with the plan that they put in place. Well, uh, tell us a little more. Uh, as you said, the heart of any school is your faculty and staff. Uh, the students come through there and, and they move through in a three or four year period or a six year period if you got the middle schools. Uh, but uh, the faculty and staff are the continuous part to the school. Uh, your faculty and staff have a great reputation. They had a tough time during COVID. Everybody did. So tell us how they weathered COVID and, and how they're coming out of this. Well, the year before COVID, the teachers and the staff uh, did a great job with increasing uh, learning in the building to the point to where we were designated as a reward school for growth, academic growth. And then we went into the next year and then COVID hit in that March. And we were, we were hitting on every cylinder that year right before COVID hit. Just some fabulous teachers. Of course, all of our staff, that's the backbone of a school. That's what keeps everything running for us. And they're amazing people, too. So that we are uppermen was pretty strong, meaning we're going to do collective efficacy, I guess you would call it. We, we believe as a team that we're going to accomplish our goals and that we can do it as long as we're all together. So I think that's a part in that building that really um, has been built back up after COVID. You know, we were struggling to meet all the student needs, did a lot of home visits, um, so we kind of lost our spirit there just a little bit, but now it's built back up, and I believe uh, the the faculty and staff are ready for another great year next year. Well, good, good. It's um, uh, It's been fun to watch, and I've had students here on this program who, um, you know, their they're tales of what they went through during COVID, it's it's just another day to many of them. I mean, they they uh, hadn't seen a lot of time before that, so they they seem to have weathered it well. And I know faculty and staff have, uh, for the most part, weathered it well too. In some cases, COVID was a game changer. It really changed how people are teaching, how they're learning in a lot of cases. Absolutely. Teachers had to to really learn the online part um, that was so important for the success at COVID. It's just really tough to do that with every student. You know, the online learning is not for every child. That's Mm-mm. why we have specific guidelines on uh, which children uh, can go to the vital program and which ones need to stay with a teacher yep. that can uh, be right there with hands-on learning. So um, they learned that part. They learned how hard it was. So I think they gained a new respect for that type of teaching environment. Uh, it was really, really tough for a lot of teachers. But we survived it. We weathered the storm, as you say. And now we're back to hands-on, direct instruction to the kids, building relationships, and having some fun in the building. That's the best part. And getting back to the basics. We are talking to Billy Stepp, and uh, uh, we are talking not just about Upperman High School, but also about his transition to 
uh, be the new director of Cumberland County Schools. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking to Billy Stepp uh, about Upperman High School and about his new role in Cumberland County as as director of schools. Uh, but we've been talking about Upperman and some of the experiences that that uh, the students and the and the faculty had during this COVID outbreak that we've had the last couple of years. And uh, let's talk a little more about a happier subject, maybe, uh, Billy and. You, you've been known down there for recently for some of the great sports programs, and some of your programs had a pretty good year again again this year. Oh, absolutely. That's creating more extracurricular activities for students to want to come to school has been our goal since I got there. So I was fortunate enough to be able to work with Mr. Wilson, who's now at White County High School. But he worked with me. He's had 20 years admin experience, athletic director. He's coached, done all those things. So he was the expert in the room to help me understand the importance of athletics at a high school level and how to expand those. Uh, we got almost every sport that uh, most other high schools have, and they're starting to be very, very competitive. You know, our uh, volleyball team does well every year. Uh, football's going to region and states every year now. Basketball, of course, just won another state championship with the Lady Bees. The boys had. Uh, two runs into the state and a Final Four experience. Um, I could go on and on. Softball is going into the playoffs uh, every year now, uh, fighting for district and region. Um, I'm going to miss somebody. Baseball right now. Baseball is going to state, so they're doing a great job there. Uh, Coach Shanks has just done a phenomenal job with the talent he has. He has some great talent in there, and sometimes that's hard Hard to manage that many talented players, but I think Coach Shank's doing a great job to maximize uh, their abilities. Then we had, um, I'm forgetting, I'm probably forgetting people, but, um, oh, wrestling. Wrestling sends kids to state every year, so we had our first medalist this year. Uh, so that was super cool. That's the first time uh, Upperman's done that. Mm -hmm. So just all these sports athletics are flourishing, and then at the same time, one of my goals, my background being fine arts, um, was creating a, a fine arts department that was very uh, was highly effective in the arts. Uh, we were sharing a choir a choir teacher and a band teacher with the middle school uh, when I first got there, and it's hard for one person to run two separate programs: a feeder program and a high school program. There's a lot that goes on at the high school level as far as performances, competitions, just so much programming that has to be done. 
Um, I really had a lot of discussions with Mr. Boyd when I became the principal and discussions like um, I know the kids aren't in that program now, but if you give me the full-time people, it will grow. And at this point, it's growing. Our band program will be next year will probably be the biggest it's been. Same with choir. Um, both performed awesome at graduation. They sound great. I mean, um, it's it's really starting to, to uh, show the community just how talented those young people are. And they want to come to school. They're coming there for that. So it's really neat. We had a commercial music program, so kids are getting to learn um, what it's like to actually uh, gig around and, and learn some of that pop music and what's going on in Nashville and those kinds of things. And then also theater. Uh, Mr. King added a theater position for me. So now we're going to be able to have a dedicated teacher to the theater program. So now we have a fine arts department. We've had a lot of new departments added. I know when I first got there, our advanced place, placement program was just one class. And I think uh, at our peak, we ordered over 255 tests one year. So advanced placement wow. department. So I made, um, even though we don't have a huge faculty, I still had certain teachers. They were only teaching one class at AP or two classes at AP. They formed together their own department, and then they figure out how to recruit and, and really get those kids who want that challenge, academic challenge, into those classes so that when they go to Tennessee Tech or wherever they go, they're ready. They're ready to get in there and knock it out and just be uh, great great entrepreneurs of their learning um, there at Upperman. So it's super exciting to add all those programs. We have co-ops that go on with uh, Cookville High School for swimming and lacrosse. Oh, lacrosse girls had a really good season this year. See, they I did. knew I would forget somebody. Oh, well, of course. And I apologize. We brought them back. We love all those yeah. kids. So, uh, <laughs> so, the, so the idea of a school to me is a community-type setup. So we are Baxter. Um, there's no doubt about it, but uh, we want to mirror the community with all of our um, teams and committees and clubs and fine arts. All those organizations need to mirror Baxter and the value system in Baxter. So that was a big deal, too. And fortunately, I've been able to work with that Campus Community Council, which has been phenomenal. They, they created that Veterans Monument that's down by the field house which is amazing. We still have people that drive by whose names is on it. And it's a monument. It's not a memorial. It's a monument. So we're celebrating everyone that served, yep. whether it was in 1908 when Upperman uh, started or Baxter Seminary was around or currently today. So uh, they come and take their picture next to whichever pillar. And it's four pillars. So that's the truth, honor, loyalty, and service that Dr. Upperman, uh, that was his pillars on being successful in life. So we continued that with those but that campus community council is elected officials and former elected officials and are from upperman or baxter seminary and i also use them kind of as an advisory it's great to also. have that that group to give you some input is uh, yeah 100 percent. so uh, i'll give you an example at one point uh we had some uh boosters wanting to maybe possibly charge for parking for football well that's a big deal so i called a few People that helped me out and said, is this something that I, that's going to blow up in my face? And they said, well, we'll call you back. And they called back and they said, don't charge for parking. So we don't charge <laughs> for parking except for the reserved area. So it's just anything like that. I run through some of those people just so I'm doing the stuff that uh, is the vision of that community or, or represents that community. So I think that as a school leader is, is hugely important to know where your school is and who your clientele in, around that school uh, are so that you can make those right decisions at the right time. 
Yeah, that gives you a real test of the community, and that's that's good. I'm I'm uh, delighted that those folks are helping you. They are being great partners to Upperman, but it also gives you a, a, a sort of a, a thermostat on what's happening in the community, too. Well, you talked about all the extracurricular kinds of activities, and, and we want to spend a little more time on that. But again, extracurricular, in a lot of cases, it's what motivates a student to, to wake up in the morning and come to school, isn't it? Oh, 100%. And it's a great way to build relationships with those kids. You start learning what they're actually like. They might be quiet and shy in the hallways. You get them into a band program or a theater program or even academic team. That's another one I left oh, yeah. off. So sorry Good, about that. And bowling. Yeah. Anyway, we got a bunch going on. You got a bunch of them. But that's where they thrive, and that's where we can connect with the teachers and the coaches. And I like most of my coaches to be in the building teaching so that they can continue to build those relationships. Like this year, um, every year our graduating class, I think it started four years ago, the top three started a tradition, the valedictorian, salutatorian, and the third honor, that they wanted to have an inspiration award for faculty members. So the seniors vote on who is that faculty member that inspired them the most to succeed and graduate. And uh, this year was Mark Livesey. He teaches our, our advanced math, uh, AP math, uh, statewide dual credit statistics, uh, honors uh, math three. And uh, he's just all around great guy. They love his dad jokes. They love his singing. <laughs> so he just knows how to connect to children and really make them want to learn, want to be in his class. And it's just neat that that inspiration award, of course, Teacher of the Month and all those we try to highlight. Uh, we call it Servant of the Month. Um, highlight those people in the building, whether they're support staff, uh, teacher assistants, or teachers. Just community. makes such a difference when that when that happens. We are talking to Billy Stepp, the principal at Upperman High School, and uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Local Matters. Uh, we're talking to Billy Stepp, and we've been talking about extracurricular activities and uh, sort of what motivates a, a student to, to come to school and to, to thrive at school. And you mentioned the Inspiration Award, and Mark Livesey gets it this particular year. And you mentioned he's an advanced math teacher, and boy, that's, that's an unusual uh, situation where it's your math teacher who is the inspiring kind of kind yeah, of teacher. Absolutely. That's a real compliment to him. Absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a really fun person to be around. He loves to teach, and you can tell he loves to teach. I remember when I uh, first offered him the job, he was actually in Florida. And his wife was being transferred up to Sparta. Her company was moving up this way. And I saw him on the on the job listing probably in March. And Mr. Wilson knew his parents. We didn't know that, but Mr. Wilson knew his parents. And we talked to other principals down there. Mr. Wilson did that he knew. And they all said he was 11 out of 10. And I thought, wow. So I called and offered him the job. And he was very gracious and said, well, I'd like to speak to my wife. And, you know, we figure this out and see if that's the right place. And I thought, Oh, I need you to say yes, but I didn't say that out loud. So I called Mr. Wilson, said, you need to call this guy right now and tell him about your perception of Upperman as compared to where he's at in Florida. And I was listening to the phone call, and Mr. Wilson was describing some of the fun stuff we're doing, and he finally just said, uh, Mark, it's like a vacation. It's nothing like where you're teaching now. <laughs> 
And what he meant was it's it's low magnitude. There's a lot of success going on, but not a lot of uh, things that will detract from that success. And uh, then Mr. Lizzie had called me back, and he took the job. And, and then, um, of course, the math department loving Miss Jones, who is our department chair, is amazing, amazing teacher. Even though he's a University of Florida grad, I won't hold that against uh, him. Go Gators. I'm a, uh, I'm a Florida grad. I'm okay I'm with that. I'm a Florida that. State grad, so we'll go, <laughs> yeah, go Knowles. We, we knew that about each other. <laughs> but uh, So he's a fabulous teacher, but we got a lot of that in the building. That's just It's just one of many, and that's the exciting part about Upperman is it's just – continues to move upward and upward so we're really excited about uh, that future there and we just need to praise all teachers for their attempts to inspire students it's it's uh they really do go above and beyond and boy these past couple of years they've had to go above and beyond but um congratulations to to mark on this inspiration award well you were talking about some of the other extracurricular things and Again, I grew up in Florida and and uh, graduate of Cocoa High School, and I remember the band as much as I – maybe more than I remember the science club or many of my classes. So it is often the extracurricular kind of thing that – that um, where you make your friendships and you build your bonds that are going to get you get you through the program. Uh, so those are – those are so important, and we always think about sports um, as extracurricular. And I enjoyed watching the Lady Bees on the on television in those finals. Those those were some tense games. And yeah, some great games. They did, yeah, Coach boy, they did great. Did a great job coaching this year. It's an amazing group of girls that she got to pull together to work as a team. There wasn't just one star on that that team. Everybody yep. had to pull their weight at different times which was incredible as far as coaching. It was fun to watch. You mentioned that you've got an ROTC program. Talk a little bit about ROTC and what it does at the high school level. Absolutely. The The Junior Reserved Officer Training Corps is, is what it, the acronym stands for. Uh, at Upperman, we have First Sergeant Romero teaches two full classes for us, which is great. And they do a lot of leadership skills. They do a lot of discipline, uh, learning how to – do the right thing in the absence of authority, learning how to serve the bigger picture, the greater good, does a lot of good for young people to start seeing globally there's more that you can do besides just for yourself. So uh, First Art Romero, who's a great guy, super humble, and he works great with the kids, has great relationships, and uh, he also works at Cookwell High School and Monterey, so he he travels. And I know I've worked with uh, Colonel Philpo. Uh, for a while now, and he kind of runs the the Cookwell Raider program, and we're an extension of that program. So it's been a great addition to our school, and I know at Cookwell too, just to create leaders within the building so that they can understand how important it is to provide that service to the greater good. And some students may be called to ROTC or to pull that direction. Others are going to be drawn to your fine arts, and you've... uh, it sounds like during your time there, you have really expanded that fine arts program. Tell us about theater. That's one of the newest ones. That is that is the newest teacher that I had. And just uh, to caveat on the ROTC, we had nine students, graduates, 
that we recognized at graduation that have signed contracts with the United States military. So they're actually wow. graduating and then moving on to basics. So that was neat. But yeah, with the theater program, that was a program that Mr. King uh, added for us. You know, it was another fine arts that I fought for that I can feel those classes up with interested students and the theater just doesn't teach the acting we're doing production we're doing stage management you're doing costume you're doing scene prep so there's a lot of different angles that can be taught in that class and miss craig's doing a really good job with that um had great productions this year the kids were phenomenal and it's sometimes it's students that you know that have that skill and can go in and act in front of people and do a great job but then you always catch a couple that you're like oh i didn't know you were that talented because they stay under the radar in the school so uh, theater wise it's just been an excellent addition we've always had a theater program but it's always been an english teacher who would have to pull one period of uh, theater or whatever that worked so we'd have to move it around and people get stuff and then then that teacher would spend tons of hours after school yes. doing all the stuff that you normally would do during your theater classes. So it was great to add that position so that uh, they can be a lot more successful with and reach out to a lot more students than just one or two productions. So that's been a real neat experience. And like you say, it's um, it, it, it's got a career and technical education component to it. Uh, they actually get some experiences where they might end up doing those kind of jobs in their life up in 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 Nashville or in Broadway or wherever there are some good uh good CTE opportunities there there also absolutely yeah the actually the the principal my successor coming in Steve Robbins great guy he actually has a daughter who's in that business so she's traveling Right now, and I probably won't get all the bands right, but it's those 80s bands, Def Leppard and stuff like that. She's traveling, doing their production side of it. So, wow. so yeah, there is great careers out there uh, coming from the arts that's not just acting or not just playing an instrument. So it's it's really neat to have those CTE-type opportunities. Well, and and you, you we joked about Florida and Florida State, but you graduated from a, a college at Florida State – uh, and a, a university that's that's just phenomenally known for their their fine arts and they, oh, I mean FSU's absolutely. got a really great reputation and they place people uh, literally in in uh, in movies and but the circus was big when I was in the circus Florida. still there the yes traveling sir. circus was phenomenal. I think that's one of the only circus schools down in the southeast. Or I think it is. Maybe the U.S., yeah. I'm not sure. But, yeah, that was that was a really neat experience when I was a student down there. I was a graduate teaching assistant for my master's. Got my bachelor's right here at Tennessee Tech. Great. Had an awesome time there. And that's what prepared me to go on to Florida yeah. State yes. and, and meet that challenge, which it was, it was probably one of the toughest challenges I've went through as far as my career. But um, it was neat because we would have – uh, marching band practice and be about 450 musicians out in the field it's unbelievable and right across the street from the field when I was there was the circus school and all the trapeze and all that stuff so we got to see some of that while we're out there practicing it was just I never heard of a circus school so that was pretty cool of course their theater their music theater arts is incredible their studio uh, instrumental vocal stuff is incredible um, it, it was really hard for me to keep up with those guys. Some super talented people, 
and I wasn't super talented. I just had to work my tail off. And again, they've got one of the best reputations in the United States for for some of those programs. They are uh, they are really really good. Well, let's um, let's sort of close this session out with uh, we're we're entering the summer, and whether your students are going to uh, Cumberland County Schools or Upperman or Cookville High School. What kind of advice would you give to parents to um, get them to help their students over the summer and get them prepared for, for next year? Well, I think a great idea was, and I got lucky, my child was a bookworm. So she grew up, she was always reading. She got that from her mother. So I was lucky I didn't really have to have a reading list for, for my kid because she was all over it. But I think that would be one of the biggest benefits for a child over summer is a parent have a reading list for them doesn't matter what grade they're in but to actually read with them and and work through literature um, you can learn a lot just by creating a book list of two three books over the summer however many you think your child can read I know my child would have read 10 so I think getting a student with their nose in a book is a huge benefit for when they get into school because not everything's electronic I know they want it to be but it's not so I think have a have a cool summer book reading list for your for your kids and and I think that alone the exposure to the harder literature the vocabulary uh, things that might be right at their age level or higher just being exposed to that is going to make them more uh, interested in school more attentive in school and challenged and and they'll want to be challenged so I would love. I'd love to go to school where I got parents pushing back on me because we're not meeting the expectation. That would be great. That is, that's great advice, and and I agree totally. And for those of you that have uh, younger children, you may have to do more of the reading, but by all means, read to your students, and and then as they get older, stretch them out on those reading lists. That's a that's a great piece of advice. Well, we have been talking to Billy Step, the principal at Upperman High School and the incoming director of Cumberland County Schools. Billy, congratulations on the promotion, and come back down here and talk to us about Cumberland County sometime next year. I always appreciate you having me out, uh, Dr. Bell. It's been a great time. Love everybody in Putnam County. Thank you for all the opportunities, and go Bees.